This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So, and we're holding here page 453, and this is uh, a dealing with Trefus. And all of the mitzvahs of Macholos Asuris of this nature, Trefus and so on and so forth, there are reasons given by the Chinuch, the Ramban, they all follow a similar pattern, even though the Ramban says at the end of the day these are chukim, but at least we have a sense of what they are. Mishrashi mitzuzu, lefisha guf kli lenefesh, The guf is the kli for the nefesh. And everything that's done happens through the guf. It's like, for instance, you have a phenomenal motor, you have a drill that the motor is excellent, but the drill bit's lousy, not going to work. Um, and therefore, it's only appropriate that good be done to the guf. So the guf to the neshama is like the pliers with which a smith works. If the, if the pliers are good and strong and firm, then the, then the person can accomplish what he needs to accomplish. And if the um, pliers are not good, no matter how great of a mumcha the person is, it's not going to work. If the guf has some sort of um, issue, some sort of problem, whatever it is, it will be lacking. The Torah um, did not, uh, it, it, it kept us away from any type of damage and so on. Let's talk a second about this. The, um, certainly it's true about the physical goof, we have to take care of the physical goof. If a person's goof is worn down and he can't do the mitzvahs, he can't think straight and so on, and the Rambam really makes that point when the Rambam talks about the um, when the Rambam talks about the mitzvahs of uh, when the Rambam speaks it's out it's out it's out when the Rambam speaks about the mitzvahs of in in Hilkas Deyes smack in the middle he has a parak about physical health and he says being that the spiritual being depends on physical health. One is dependent on the other. We've got to make sure the goof is healthy. It's certainly, it's true on a, on, a, on, a, on a very physical level, but then it's very mechanical. If a person's mind is not working properly, he can't think. If a person's body is not up to it, he won't be able to do mitzvahs. It, there's another layer, and I think this might be more in line with what he's going to talk about, that is important to understand. Let's... Um, Let's give it. Let's add two more layers between the neshama and the guf. Um, this, the, the next layer, which he does not address, but it, I just would like to to put it in as a sort of a ashlama, complete picture. There are basic psychological and emotional needs that if a person, if it's out of kilt, out of whack, the person can't function. Let's give one example. That the Torah gives. There are certain mitzvahs that I can't be mekayim when I'm an oinon or an avil because it has to be b'sha simcha. 
So it means, the Torah said, just like you need to have a foot in order to make chalitza on, a person needs to have a basic emotional um, simcha makeup in order to, be able to do certain things like eat shlamim and so on. If the person is down for a real reason, then the Torah Kemir just doesn't have the kalim to eat karbonis properly. A person who's messed up psychologically, emotionally, to a level where he needs professional help, usually does not have the kalim to do mitzvahs and so on. This is before we come to Torah mitzvahs. This, this, is, this is just like the doctor needs to heal your hand to put on film. You need to have a professional help you with your basic emotional needs, so, or once the shiva is over, you can go back again and eat things with simcha. That's one point. And then there's a higher darga, that, that this is what he's probably referring to, and this is, the Tanya speaks about, um, he mentions in the beginning, that the neshama that we get is determined by Kaddish Parvo only by his ratzen. And you can have very simple people have somebody with tremendous neshama. But there's something called the levushim of the neshama. In other words, the interface of the neshama with the outside, and that is determined by the kedusha of the parents. So, um, here we have another layer between the neshama and the person, which is sort of a kedusha of the body, so to speak. It's something that it's not in itself a part of the olama mitzvahs, but it's, it gives it that interface. Let's give an example. Again, it's not a true example related to what we're saying, but just a sense of that relationship. You can sometimes have a very kind-hearted, good-hearted person who also speaks softly and warmly. And not only are his actions kind and good, but actually the, the, the wrapping it comes in, so to speak, is also kind and good. And they have a person who's whose words, whose kindness comes wrapped up in a sort of gruffness. And we say, this, is really, this person has spent a lot of time and money and effort to get this to you, but, but just doesn't have the way to present it, it, it that's, that's, that's in, in, in step with it. So here also, the, 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 our goof, and I, I think he means the goof on a more refined level, maybe yes, maybe not, but it's certainly for us it's, it's, a, it's the right approach. It has is affected by the kashras, not kashras, and therefore this is going to affect us. We can say all machals asuras have in themselves a certain element that's bad for us. And even if there's some we don't know what the problem is, Kachbroko told you not to eat it. Obviously, it's not good for you. And it's foolish for a person to think that if he couldn't, can't figure out what's wrong, there's nothing wrong. There's a reason. So, so he's bothered by a question. We're not stupid. So why didn't Kachbroko tell us the reason? So he says, um, He says, once you give a person the reason behind it, you've made a master of it, 
even if it's not roy. So um, it, 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 it's, it, the Torah was afraid that if we would feel confident that we understand it, we would misuse that. And we would decide, ah, it's not a gay here, it isn't a gay here, and so on and so forth. So the Torah completely um, put it out of our range of ability to, to, to master over it. It's interesting, the, the, the Chazin Ish, for instance. Chazin Ish almost never shared with anybody the reasons for his tshuva. You know, it's when he responded to somebody, he would really tell the person why he's advising on that or like that. And the reason was, I think we're much aligned with this, that what you're doing is the person feels empowered, he feels that he can make decisions, but he, but, but he can't. So once you, once you don't have the reason behind it, you do it the way it's said, and that's that. You have no choice. So is he, is he hinting that the, that the, the, the core of this, 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 um, this iser is totally on a nezek to the actual body? Like to, so at the I, end of the day? So, so the answer is yes. He, in, in, in the way he's saying it, it certainly sounds like that, which is obviously difficult for us to see. But on the other hand, he said, I would a lot more go with what the others, like Ramban's Nusach, which is very similar. It affects more the person's nefeshes, mitos, things like that. Those are things that it's very subtle. It's hard for us to see yes or no. We don't, we don't have any medical test for testing people's mitos and stuff like that. And we have no objective test that we can say it works, doesn't work, whatever it is. So that's what it is. She said, being a trefa is, is a disease of the animal, it makes sense that it causes us disease. So what can be wrong with an animal that has a hole in it? If somebody shot a hole in its heart and immediately was shechted. So there's no time for the disease. So if you tell them if, if, if it is clear that any animal that's wounded in a way that's a trefa becomes sick, so it must be it started in the beginning and it worked and it became more, but, but it had to start to become a trefa. The ain suffic him in a nezek ra filomikutai. Um suffic in a nezek ra afilomiutai. And therefore even a little bit is not um So one reason is he says it, it it's going to have to be that there is some problem immediately and it's only just just like the first moment of infection. It's it's affected, it's not a lot. Then he says a second getter, which is what the Ramam says in different places, and this the oid shekol dine tire be called shakayama. The second thing is, if you allow things to work on a sliding scale, they will slide. So you'll say, you know, it's like, it's like, let's say, imagine a principle that, you know, if you, that he sets the time at nine o'clock, and if you come after nine o'clock, you always get a punishment. So someone's going to come along and say, can you really, can you really make a case? That 9:01 is different than coming 9 o'clock. What's the difference? But really, be honest. I mean, what is it that you learn in one minute? An argument is a good argument. So if you move up to 9:01, 9:02. You can you can move that until 1 o'clock with that with that logic. But there is no point at which you can say, oh, it's 9:13 that makes a difference. But 
in order to have a framework, so, so the boundaries might be somewhat arbitrary or statutory, but that's absolutely necessary for the keeping the whole thing. Okay, the next one is say Fachinoch Latiach Ram Le Roos. Loisano Ariv Lintos Ach Ram Lahatos. So Fachinoch is going to explain the Chiyuv Ach Ram Lahatos. Umeshoshe Mitzvazu. She Tzavina Bata Lachadikim Dasenu. She Ilun Tzavina Kimu Hatayra Kaim Hatayra Kashetuch Lahasik Avanas Mitoso. If we were Mekayim the Torah the way we see it fit. So he said, if Torah was given to each and every one of us to decide what's right, and let's say, and, and there is, there are valid disagreements, because at the end of the day, everybody's mind is slightly different. And I see this as Chayev, you see this as Potter, so I see this as Suffolk, and that's valid. We're, we're talking about not mistakes here, these are judgment calls. So every single person is going to um, think that, um, you know, he's going to think things his way, and, and the Chiyov will be to pass like that. So if the Halacha was not Achirabim Lahatos, the Chiyov would be to do what you think is right. Torah will become a million terrorists. Everyone will do what he thinks. I, I want to add something which people don't realize. Someone asked me once, not once, many people, especially like Valachuva people, this is somebody in Torah asked me, why can't all the rabbis get together and decide what's right, what's wrong, and that's it? So I told him, because they're not allowed to. If let's have a room of a thousand rabbis, and I'm their equal. Since we don't have a, a Bezna Gadol, there's no Amada Leminion, and even if 999 Rabbanim feel X, if I feel Y, it's my obligation to stand up and say, you're wrong, and to do the way I understand. It, it, it's only the institution of Bezna Gadol in, 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 in the Tzura of, 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 of Smicha with, with in the Shagazis that makes those decisions that's binding on everybody. So, so we don't have the ability to be agnostic. I'm, I'm not allowed to go along with the flow if I think they're wrong. Um, on the other hand, Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Shur, the famous Mishnah, that he told Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Shur, I want you to come on the Yom Kippur, that's your Yom Kippur to, to, to me, and to, and to with your money, and so on. And when he came, Rabbi Gamliel greeted him and said, welcome, my disciple and my master. You're, you're my master in wisdom, because I think you know better than me, but you're my disciple because you, you recognize the need to follow the lead of the Sanhedrin. And since I rule like that, and so, uh, and this is, so going with what you think is true is a Churma Torah. Once the Torah says you go bus a rove, it's Torah's kulanu, bukimene godlba, ve'en lo zuzus midaitam v'yema. The Torah has a real cue. And when we do what they told us, we are doing a mitzvah. So he says, um, he, he, he defines the following point. If we do as Bezdin ruled with a rove, 
we are doing the right thing. Even if it's the wrong thing, meaning that a dozen later realize they made a mistake and they, and they retract, they did their fair. They bring the carb, not me. Uh, because I did right, and the, and the truth is the other way around. If I did not like they told me, then I'm wrong. Um, and, and even if it turns out that I'm right, I was wrong for doing differently. So by and large, the point in Horius is that they have the problem, not us. Um, so even though we said that this is not Nogia so much with Manazer, because we don't have a Bezna God and so on, we do have a concept in Halacha of Shnebotidimbirachas, we have a communal structure, and in the communal structure, a, a, um, there is a minhag of the tzibur, and a person is not allowed to break from the tzibur. It's wrong. We spoke about it in the other pieces before. It, it's a chur People sometimes feel that they are big tzaddikim when they buck the community and do X, Y, or Z. It might be the right move. If let's say I feel that this community really is, is, is doing wrong and that you know, they, they get all wrong, then I need to pick myself up and move communities with all the difficulties because it's not my community. But if this is my community, this is, I belong to, to, to Gerach Hasidim, I belong to uh, Mir Yeshiva, I belong to Chacham Avadia, whatever it is, those are valid communities. They have a, a, a somewhat structure of a tzibur and Mahigim and Rabbanim. Listening to what Rabbanim say and not bucking it is, is, is a hemshech to this chibach ram lahatis. Um, if not, he says, Torah becomes many Torahs, and it's a churma Torah, because, um, it, you know, the Torah just becomes like a, a roshash blood. Everyone is an ink blood. Everyone sees what he sees, and, and, it's, a, and it's a million Torahs. Okay, the next one is a chinuch that speaks on mitzvah sheket terchak. The mitzvah sheket terchak is an extraordinary mitzvah because we never find the Torah always speaks about core definitions of right and wrong. Harchakis are always rabbanis. The Torah defined what Shabbos is. Shabbos is not a light of fire. The Chachamim said, well, if you, if you play with matches, you're going to come close to lighting. If you can't play with matches, muktzah. So Harchak is always the domain of Chachamim, whereas um, the Torah itself defines things the way they really are objectively. So he says, Shreyosh HaMitzvah Yedua. So here the Torah says, Midvash Sheker Terchak. Here the Torah says that not only you shouldn't do Sheker, you need to distance yourself from it. Why? The Chinuch says, Shreyosh HaMitzvah Yedua. Ki HaSheker Nisa Venela Benakol. Falsehood is despised by everyone. End of a Muslim. There's nothing worse than that. Vama'ir Vaklolos Bebeis Kol Ayavav. And there's a curse. It is a curse of anyone who, who engages in a shekel. Why? Mipnei shashem izbarach keil emes. Vechola sheitoi emes. Vein abrocha mitsuya vechola elbe mizdame elbe maseyem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's core midas emes. The Gemara says that they found a note signed. It was emes, and they knew because Chasimosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu is emes. It's the core of, and it's interesting. It's, in a way, it's, it's all midos can come in gradations, more chesed, less chesed, more mishpat, less mishpat. Emes is the only absolute. There's a saying in Yiddish, 
a half a truth is an entire falsehood. There's no such thing as partial truth, and and something that's not true is non-existent. If a Kodesh is defined as Havaya, which means to exist, then things that are not true are non-existent, and they're they're, they're hefech, the etzim hagdara Kodesh Baruch the first day when we established Malthagas Baruch, we called him Kata Emes, or Dvorch Emes. There's a meeting with Shakal Emes. And the Baruch is called only on people that seek to emulate the Kaddish Baruch on the core meat of Emes. If people are opposite, the Baalei Sheker are the exact opposite. Everything else goes in gradation, like we said. Somebody's a Rachum can range from a little bit to a lot to a fantastic amount to an extraordinary amount. Emes is either or. Um, and the absolute is klola. I want to add this point also. He says that that the bracha of Midas Emes is Simcha and Sholem and Tainu and Daiga and Ketot and Tzar is the opposite. When a person, if a person builds a huge mansion, but it's standing on quicksand or on wobbly stones, everything wobbles, and he's never at rest and he's never happy. But if somebody builds on firm ground, he, every bit of, of every square foot, he feels a certain menucha. The the emes is a meat that allows a person nuchsa nefesh. Yes, this is this is emes. This is true, and I have what I have, and I know a person that doesn't pretend to be more than he is. So he might have little, but at least what he has, he has. The person who has a huge reputation, but he knows it's built on sort of quicksand, is always worried. There's no menucha nefesh when you're on sheker. Vehine yiskira b'lasha richot l'rayv miusay masayis kikem whole shares haris. And that's why the Torah says to stay away from it. And that's why we need to stay away from any sheker. So the Chinuch interprets that by sheker means even something that's not an outright sheker, but you need to stay away from it because sheker is such is the core value in a sense. Then it's it's something which requires the utmost in staying away from it. The Chinuch adds here a point just to make what he said before. 100% right. I guess Midas Emes is playing into it. Um, the word Midos to us reflects a second layer of our nature. We are inherently good, bad, whatever, and we express it in different modes, and those are the Midos. So Rachem is one Midah, and those Midas are A, distinct from each other, and B, they're a second layer from my Etzim Mahus. I could be a good-hearted person, 
but but I blow my stack easily because of this or the other thing. So for us, the concept of Mida tends to be not quite one with the concept of of, of things themselves, of, of the Atlas. By Kaddish Baruch Hu, we talk about Midos because we need that phrase to give us a, a sense of it. But the Emes Lamitoi, that does not exist by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu, him and his Midos are one and the same, they're not distinct and so on. So he's adding this piece, it really has nothing to do with what he said, but he said once I'm talking about the Midos of Kaddish Baruch Hu, let me make it clear that the Midos of Kaddish Baruch Hu is a phrase it's a metaphor to help us understand because we work with Midas. But Akash Baruch himself is, by him, Midas in essence is one and the same. They're not, they're not this different. All the Midas call us, they're the one Midas and so on. Okay, we'll hold it here.